Get ready for the countdown. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Are you ready for the So we're just talking about McDonald's. He stopped in uh, to get a Sammy on the way home, make healthy choices, and uh, paid for the sandwich, drove home, stopped, looked over, no sandwich. <laughs> Drove right past the window, paid for it, gave him the money, forgot to get the sandwich, drove off. ADD at its this, finest. This reminds me of God, a hidden gem of comedy. Did you ever watch the Dana Carvey show? Dana Carvey you know show. Dana Carvey is, right? Yeah, yeah, Garth. Garth, right. I don't think I've seen a show. Okay, so in like 90... Five or four, I think it was 95, he had uh, a variety show, like almost like an SNL show where it was just funny skits. But he would really push the envelope and make fun of his sponsors. Every week it was like hires or A&W Root Beer presents uh, the Dana Carvey show. Then the next week it was like General Cho's Chinese Stop presents the Dana Carvey show. And Anyway, the one skit was these two guys who would run a prank. They would pay for things and then, like, run away before, like, you could – like, they, they got a prostitute and they paid her. And she's like, all right, 300 bucks <laughs> up front. They pay her. She's like, she's like, all right, I'm going to go get, get ready. And she goes to the bathroom and they run out the back door and they get in the car and they're laughing at each other like, oh, we just got – And they did the same thing that you did at McDonald's. They paid for food, but then like zoomed past the window, and we're like, "No, we're not paying. We're not eating it." I've always wanted to do that. I didn't realize Carvey did that. I wanted to do that with my friend Chris for the longest time. Yes. We always talked about going to McDonald's and ordering like a massive amount of foods, <laughs> and then when we get to the the pay window, give them a hundred dollar bill, like give it to them, laugh and giggle, and then like drive off. So. It would just be mass confusion at McDonald's, you know. They'd be like, well, yeah. they paid for it. I don't I don't know what to do. We have all this food now. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll just put it heads would back. Explode. Put it back under the warm lights. <laughs> put it back in the fryer. Put this paper Speak, on it. Speaking of warm lights, are we live here? Yes. Okay. Um, so the, the, the shrapnel, the feeder bands the the aftermath the aftermath of the Paris shootings, yes. you know, have created some really strange things for people to get upset about, and stomp their fists and kick rocks about. And one of them is this refugee thing. And I'm just and, and I just want to say that part of me is playing devil's advocate with what I'm about to get into, but part of me is kind of like, well. Uh, how can you not let these people in? So many people out there are screaming and saying they shouldn't be allowed in, right? Get out. Don't come over here. You're all terrorists. 
It's right. basically what I'm seeing all over the internet. Basically, if you're darker than a uh, acorn white man, you need to stay out. Whether you're Mexican or Syrian or just get out. And okay, the majority of the people saying this, these anti-refugee people are Republicans, correct? And I just want to say, I am not I am not a Republican or a Democrat. I agree with both sides. I would never just stake a claim on a side. I'm, I don't I don't I don't participate in that. Um, so would you say that the mo- most people that don't want the Syrian refugees are Republican? Mr. I'm Clark? a Republican. And I say if you're brown, get your ass out of town. <laughs> Weird, I uh yeah, most of them are Republican, absolutely. And um, there's this new trend going around where governors of states are, uh, you know, we're not going to let refugees in here. And I think there might be like 12, 13 states that are saying that. But, you know, there's still 37 other states that you could go to. I mean, I don't really know what they're trying to accomplish with that. I don't really think, to me, that's not really a problem. I mean, I guess if, if you have a valid passport, uh you know, you'll show up in Interpol if you have any crimes and if you're wanted internationally. If you don't, then maybe you shouldn't come in if, because as you would anyway, regardless of any attack, because you don't have a passport, you know. And and any terrorist that wants to get over here can get over here. Like right. this, they're going to come here. It's like people smoking weed. If it's legal, it doesn't matter. It's just people are still going to be smoking it. Right. I mean, it's still illegal immigration left and right. You're not really going to stop it by... Close down a few doors. Especially if it's people that want to get out of a country that is so psychotic. And that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. You know, the Republicans are the same people that say, uh, you know, every crazy gun owner is not a, uh, or every crazy gunman is not a, doesn't represent every gun owner, you know. Oh, well, that's right. true with. Yeah, right. Refugees. Not every Syrian refugee represents a, you know, extreme uh, Islamist jihadist. They're most of them are trying to get out of a country that's killing them. Right. You know, with this crazy stuff. Like when we let the Germans in to America after the war, World War Two, because yeah. they aren't all Nazis. Yeah. So, okay. I don't, I don't want to get off track here. I, I just okay, I need I need this question answered. So, all these Republicans saying I don't want these people in. I don't care. Go back. Aren't most Republicans Christian? Yes. Now, is that very Christian of them? Is that what Jesus would do? I don't remember and Jesus I, ever saying, "Get out, I, you're brown." I went to Catholic school, and let me tell you something. No, it's the last thing he would say. Right. He would say, bring me everybody who needs somewhere to be. And uh, you know what? Some of you are going to be bad, but I'll take my chances. Maybe it's most true. of the good people will be able to stop the bad people. Yeah, people yeah. I can't turn people away. So that's what I don't understand. How come these people are so hard and, ah, I'm a Republican and get out of my country. But Jesus loves you. Because they're hypocrites. Most yes, of these Republicans, South Christians, are the biggest hypocrites in the world. They give a bad name to oppressive Christian men like myself. And you right. Know, because uh, 
they're very selective about what to do. I mean, the Bible says, uh, you know, let he who without sin cast the first stone, judge and be judged, love thy neighbor, which, by the way, is a, you know, commandment. It's not a suggestion. But we're going to ignore that yeah, and yeah. quote something from the Old Testament. <laughs> That's in the Torah, too. But we're not. But we're Christian, so we don't like Jews either. But 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 Jesus was Jewish. But that's okay. But, yeah, but that's, no homosexuality, that's... because that's what matters. It's like, but what about the things that Jesus said that I just quoted? He, well, well, that's we're talking about this right now. Uh, it's just very hypocritical. It gives Christians a bad name, and I've correlated this too with Muslims. I'm saying I think it might have been on the show that if you're a Muslim guy or gal, and you know you practice Islam peacefully as it's written in the Quran and you're you know all this and then you read about all this stuff you got to be so pissed off like they're giving you a bad name and on a lesser scale you know it pisses me off as a as a Christian guy who uh you know you read about all this stuff and they're just giving it a bad name you just want to say no 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 that's not how it works you just want to yes. smack them around a little bit you know these are the same people that when they die God's just going to look at them and go well you had it wrong yeah. you know they're going to wonder why they're you know getting well, Bukkakied by Satan, you know, he's not going to understand just, it. You didn't get it. Your your efforts were there, but you really were just blind. And I mean, it even goes back to uh, what are these? These dog, this cat and dog in here killing each other. Oh, I lost you, Mac. There you are. Hey, are you grass? Grass. Um, what was I saying? I'm losing, losing my train of thought here because I don't want to. Uh, offend anyone that has a stance on protecting their family and protecting this country and all that stuff. Because sadly, we probably won't do anything to ISIS or whatever until they hit us first or again. But whatever. We can't even protect ourselves against our own people. You know, I mean, I don't think we should be talking so much about you know, we let them in, they're going to hurt us. I mean, we can't even solve mental health issues in this country from people, you know, wiping out classrooms. I mean, I don't think we should be gloating too much on safety of our families. I mean, the it's kind of what the police are there for. It's kind of their job, you know. So I heard someone say, after I said, didn't we let in, because this is, I'm taking this from a thread on Facebook that someone posted about how, you know, get out of here. Good luck. Right. So I, I had to comment on it and say, hey, in World War II, we let in all these, like, could be Nazis into the country, and that worked out. Right. Uh, so someone responded. Japanese, too. And we also didn't have a problem with terrorism as an act of war then. That's what the rebuttal was? That's just some, yeah, that, that's not the person, the original poster. The person that's what you said. This is what someone responded to mine, somebody else. Ah. Oh, also right. Well, a problem with terrorism as an act of war then. Isn't that such a strange wording? <laughs> like, I always look to Facebook as my moral compass when it comes to global issues because these people know what they're, <laughs> they're talking about, clearly. <laughs> and I, I responded, so the Japanese flying planes into Pearl Harbor was not an act of terrorism? Like, how can you say it isn't? It's like the same thing. And they responded, it's a military act. I'm like, Way to defend oh. the uh, the attack of 3,000 American lives getting wiped out. Good job. 
It was very proud of you. What's the name of that? Who who's the who commented that? <laughs> I'm not gonna reveal names. Is this a uh, public post or on somebody's friend wall? I think public. Right. I think. I don't know. Well, I'm gonna find out who it is. I'm gonna blast the shit out of him right now. But the uh, I, uh, you can't correlate the two with um, differentiate. I mean, the yeah, word like, terrorism is typically against you know innocent people and. Active war is against a country, but terrorism can also be an active war. I mean, you're you're killing citizens, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's a really stupid comment to make saying that it's different because it's still a it's still a planned attack. You know what I mean? Like a group of guys, a group of psychopaths, got together and planned out an attack. Right. On people on soldiers on anyway. It doesn't matter. It's all the same thing. Yeah, it's all. I mean, the results are equally tragic and equally real. You know, it's. Uh, I don't really see the argument that you know the folks making with uh, defending that. So after I said, so the Japanese flying planes in the Pearl Harbor was not an act of terrorism. She said, "Did we bring thousands of them over here to live? That was a planned military attack." attack not an act of terrorism they attacked a military facility not average citizens i'm like but they're human but, beings were being shot at right and blown apart Doesn't and also too the fatigues or a bathing suit there were thousands of japanese people living here you know what we did with them we put them in internment camps and yeah. locked them up for the war and uh which you know at the time i actually think we should have done if sure. we don't have the intelligence then but um i don't understand her argument of uh yeah, we didn't they, let that, them in. We're not letting in terrorists. We're letting in right. refugees. And we're not letting in the whole country. I mean, Germany right, has like, let in more on. than anyone. You know, Germany has let in more than anyone. I don't see any terrorist attack happen in Germany. I mean, France, they've had Muslims living there for years. Um, I, I just, I don't understand the point. I don't think she's making the, her point very well. No, and that, that was the point. So someone after that responded. Did she quote, sorry to interrupt. Did she quote Mashable or Upworthy or anything in that thread? Because if, if she did, it's all over. That's all. No, I just wait for that. I wait for the one website like Buzzworthy News Fish, yeah, you know, right. yeah. Click Tank. The, it, yeah. But it's real. It says here in, you know, Poopville. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I just looked at this on CNN and 10 other I – don't, I don't see that. It's okay. Trashable says it's legit. Oh, well, then you got me. Well, then I'm just a delightful man. The onion. Uh, so an, an additional person, a new person comments yes. and says, I agree with the person who posted this, the original. Uh, for those of you who want them brought into your states, take them into your homes, feed them, clothe them, let them live daily, maybe two days if you're lucky, with your families. Like someone said, your president said ISIS is contained, so send them home. Should be fine over there. What? I, I there's understand. just so much broken about that that I simply yeah. responded with, welcome them with open arms, or is there no more room at the inn? Send us your thoughts only on the podcastle with Matt Clark and Michael Biscardi tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle with how you feel and your thoughts. Please tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Let us know what you think. The results. What are you saying? I think it's blown about a proportion. Anytime you see a big attack like this obviously emotions are running high i mean i'm you know i'm very upset that that happened in france i'm obviously very pissed off that these people are operating but let me tell you france is uh france is cleaning house over there they're doing these raids where they're basically yeah, just going door to door for anyone that looks funny and yeah. 
going in there and just, you know, taking over. I mean, they're not fucking around. And I think I think we should do that, too, if something like that happens, is the civil liberties are temporarily exhausted for people that, let's just say, yeah, look a little questionable. And for the better good, you know, we're going to investigate this a little bit more thoroughly. And France is doing that. And you're seeing them rounding up. Um, weapons and all kinds of stuff. So I mean, I am a thousand percent okay. Come into my house and search through everything. Right. If if you can't let like a SWAT team come into your house and do that, <laughs> if you're I worried you about mean. them finding something wrong, then you need to go away. Right. Yeah. Use that moral compass. Just follow the law. If they were to come it. in, and, would you want the FBI in your house? And if you have something to hide, then maybe you should reevaluate it. But most yeah. peeps, you know, they just want to keep it safe. Most peeps. Oh, anyway, come on in, I, gentlemen. I just, Would you like a bagel? Can I fix you up I some just, tea? And you shouldn't want just, a biscuit, I shouldn't wonder. I just saw so much of that the last few days, and I, I was just getting so angry. I'm like, hey, I swear I was taught for 15 years of grade in high school right. uh, <laughs> that Help me. Jesus loved everyone. Yeah. Why is this happening? Love, and that's who you talk about all the time. You shove <sighs> it down my throat. And now you're not acting like him. What the hell? Right. Come on! It's 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 hypocrisy at its finest. That's all it is. It is you the know, kettle black. You're taking something pure, something beautiful that you know, a faith that uh, is good, and you have people just kind of twisting it to their own agenda. You know, so, the Bible says not, you can't eat shrimp either. I don't see <laughs> a, a war against the Japanese. Or, Why does uh, it say that? It's in the Old Testament. It says shellfish. You shall not eat shellfish. shellfish. You don't hear about that. Obster? You don't hear about that. Oh, gosh, people pick and choose, man. Pick and choose? I mean, I, I do, too. Sure. But I, I kind of am, I don't know, I'm not pigeonholed. I kind of see them all, except for the ones that, you know. You see all the colors of the Kill other people. people. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I've seen a lot of that, too, the past few days since the attacks. You see these outrageous statements in your feeds. You just wonder... Yeah, that's the dude. point. Just Who's your audience? Over, Who's your audience? Over and over. I and posted a picture of Pepe Le Pew crying by the Eiffel Tower that night because oh, yeah, everyone was right. posting these memes of uh, one was like one that was going on was the Eiffel Tower, like some color filter, yeah. and it had like a Fred Rogers quote. I'm like, that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> so I took a picture of Pepe Le Pew crying and I put him in the Eiffel Tower and I was like, memes for peace. And people started liking it as if it were real, and I was like, I'm just taking this down. This is just, memes I can't win. It's but it's good. always the memes. I know. Everybody had the filter, the flag on their face, you know, yeah. the pre Facebook. My mom texts me, John, why is there red, white, and blue stripes on everyone's profile picture on Facebook? I was like, it's France's flag. It's France's flag, Betty. America. Culture. America. That's funny. Did you change your uh, picture to the red, white, and blue? Or blue, white, and red, I should say. No, I didn't. Yeah, I don't. I, uh, I, I feel like the only thing that I can do. It's trendy. Is, <laughs> the only thing I can do is join the army and go over there and kill these guys. Otherwise, right. all that stuff is just. Yeah, it's just unless you do something about it or have a conversation or, you know. It's something that's going to get real popular super, super quick, and then everyone's going to make fun of it right after that. Oh, yeah. It's like the rainbow flag. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, come Look, on. I really care about these issues, and I really want to make a difference as long as it involves changing my Facebook 
profile picture to a filter. Not even the picture. I need to keep the picture. But if you just throw some color in there that I can click a button. And I don't want to do it myself. I want, like, Facebook to do it for me. I just want to click try it. And then it has – oh, it does. Well, I'm for France, you know? Fucking lazy bastards. Do everything for me instantly and I'm bored of it tomorrow. Right. (laughs) Tweet us at the podcastle at – the underscore podcastle. Let us know what you'd like to hear. Check out some of our old shows as well and, and all of the new ones. And that is on the podcastle.podbean.com. Check out all of our past guests, future announcements, blasphemous runts. <laughs> future announcements. Future announcements. That's a little uh, break there. Um... Itineraries planned. Did you watch that just to tease uh, our upcoming guest? Yes. Uh, yo, I think we should p- peel the curtain back here and, and, and let the uh, talk about why we're doing what we're going to do. Because everyone's going to know that it's Biscardi doing a character. Yeah. But we need, we need to let the audience know why we're doing it. Otherwise, I don't, I don't know why still. I still don't know because why. Because this kid refuses to be on our podcast. Oh, right. right. Oh, David, yeah. He's some stiff who... who is too good to be on our show. Did you watch that Mortal Kombat thing that he made? No. Oh great? my god. Who's the guy with the glowing red eye uh, in Mortal Kombat that has like the Australian accent? I think his name's like Kano or Kato. Okay. It, it he plays him and he has <laughs> such an amazingly his bad finest role to date. Australian accent. The Australian accent is so like Picky choosy for the words he like decides to put the accent on. It's so bad. It, is, you know does it sound like someone trying to do Steve Irwin? Like, hey, mate, yeah. crikey, not gonna hurt you. We got a wild girl. Oh, beautiful. She's yeah. a beaut. It's, it's, that's exactly what it is. And the funny thing is, it's not that bad. I mean, it's terrible, but it's a cool idea. They just kind of continued the Mortal Kombat story. So all the characters are there, so you can kind of hang with it for a little while, yeah. and you just and you're just waiting for his scenes and how just really really bad they are. Is it so, like you're kind of curious about as you watch it? You're like, yeah, it's not bad. Maybe it'll get better, but it kind of just goes downhill slowly. And you just you're watching. Yeah, that's exactly what it like is. Like when you shit your pants so, at a baseball game. Yes. Or it goes downhill very very quickly and splash, splashes. So it's. Let me try to find it. It's on YouTube. It's uh, I'm just gonna search David Coletti, Mortal Kombat. But yeah, he's gonna be a guest, quote unquote. And uh, yeah, fake, fake Damien Coletti. Fake guest. And we asked him to be on, and he said, "I don't do podcasts, bro." <laughs> we said, "Yep, and you never will." Mortal that Kombat. Sta- that statement. Yeah, Mortal yeah. Kombat. Uh, it, you know, what? I'm watching like the. Uh, the special effects and like how bad they are, that becomes entertaining, you know, to catch the little, it's like so bad. It's good mentality. Like Raiden's eyes, you know, they're just like white. And if he moves his head real fast, the white, I guess like filters, (laughs) like shake and his eye peeks through, you know, (laughs) it's really crappy, but it, I appreciate Like he walks away and the eyes stay at the same size. Like they can't like zoom back. (laughs) I appreciate the effort, uh, except for Coletti's performance was just horrendous. I did a sketch that was really bad one time with. Uh, have you ever seen our Token Friend sketch where we had the lightsabers? Yes. It was really tedious to key that, and halfway through, I was like, "Fuck it, we're just." It's like every frame. 
So you can see if you watch closely, like the lightsaber would turn and like you'd see like the plastic lightsaber <laughs> underneath. <laughs> and it was just like a floating laser in the air. Right. Yeah. It was like change color. Yeah. You could see like copyright, you know, effects.com right. on it. Whatever it takes. Effects.com. Those are funny. God. The, uh, yeah, David Coletti. Coletti will have on uh, Sunday. We're going to have from Sunday. Coletti! What's the uh, weather down there like? Are you guys experiencing a bit of a winter breeze? <laughs> well, we were the past few days, and then today, today humidity just dumped on Ugh. us like a sack of poop. Uh, right now, it is, I'll tell you, if my phone stopped dancing, 81 degrees and cloudy in Boynton Beach, Florida. Sounds delicious. Very, very sticky. Thunderstorms all day and all day. night. It's kind of cool. All day, Johnny. All day, Johnny. Thunderstorms. Thunder and lightning. Yeah. All right. Yeah, dude. No. What? Max smells like vanilla. Oh, gosh. Vanilla extract. The old vanilla extract bit. No. Uh, she smells like vanilla. Well, hopefully she didn't eat that vanilla candy bar I had sitting on the floor. Oops. <laughs> oh, no. Where's my vanilla soda? Where's my vanilla Coke? All Where's vanilla candy? ice? Where's my vanilla ice CD? Where's my, uh... You can't have what? I know. Um, How's John cooking out this pickle? Find out after the break <laughs> with Passenger Saves the Day. How's John cooking out this pickle? I don't know. I don't know, Johnny. Yeah. So, uh, what are you doing for Turkey Day? Because I know you love it when people call it that. <laughs> love it. I don't mind Turkey Day. I, I think Corrado hates Turkey Day. I don't like St. Patty's Day. Hey, we got to get her on. Tea. Yeah, she's got to come on. Maybe this weekend if she's around or, you know, next week or yeah, Friday maybe, night or maybe we should find out the most inconvenient time. Like, Carter, when is a bad time? Well, it's right on the morning solstice of Tuesday <laughs> when I'm breastfeeding the – what's her child's name? Uh, Slick Willie, Bill. Bill. When I'm breastfeeding Bill with one hand and the other hand I'm typing up my thesis for the kids that I babysit for while in the office and rerouting the electric generator. Great, because we're going to do it then. We'll see you in five, four, three. Clark! Clark! She doesn't sound anything like that. That's exactly how she sounds. Yeah, this is Corrado. Hey, Clark! Clark is the opposite of that. But that's what makes it funny. Yeah, we got to get her on. Maybe she always throws a uh, Thanksgiving Eve party. She calls it Teve. Oh, cool. And, uh, maybe nice. she's on on this year and we can maybe get her on like Tuesday. That would be Eve. fun. Be Thanksgiving, Teve. man. I'm going to go to Teve. Uh, Teve. Uh, Teve, I used to go to New York every year with uh, Claus and Mike Day. We'd go every, every Thanksgiving Eve because it's a ghost town up there because everybody's like traveling or inside. It's for whatever reason, it's very dead. So we would just whiz around going to bar to bar, like getting wasted. Oh. And then we would drive home. I remember one year it was uh, my parents were, we were going to Teaneck, New Jersey for Thanksgiving, which is like 15 minutes outside the city. Teaneck? Yeah. And I was like, um, yeah, of course. I'll just stay up all night and I'll just go to Thanksgiving dinner. 
Well, me being drunk as hell at like 5 a.m. was like, yeah, just drive me home with you guys. I'll drive up to New Jersey tomorrow. And I get home. My, my mom's like, what What are you doing? Are, you, are we going to leave? I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to sleep for a little bit. I'll, I'll, I'll leave in like two hours. And then I fell asleep and woke up at like 6 o'clock. Ruined Thanksgiving. Parents were pissed. Spent Thanksgiving alone. It was like the most depressing day. I've had a flurry of those, those depressing Thanksgivings, man. I made some bad decisions on the, the night before. I um really bad. I'm gonna tell you a story. <laughs> Thanksgiving Eve, probably 2007 or eight, maybe even six, maybe even four. Yeah, I was still in college, and I went out with Kate McGrady, aka Kate Holman. And we went to PJ Wellahan's and we went to the skyline and then we went to I don't know where because I blacked out and we ended up meeting up with someone who we shouldn't have met up with. And uh, then uh, ended up going back to their place and partying, partying until like nine in the morning. And the person who who drove us there was dead passed out. And, uh, Kate, and, I, and Kate and I were like, we don't have a car and we have to get home. Like, what are we going to do? So we waited until, you know, like nine in the morning and I called Betty. I'm like, you got to come pick me up. I did. We were too drunk to drive. So someone drove us to a party and we have to get our car. It's responsible. There you go. So she came and got us. And I remember getting home and taking the longest shower and being so excited to go and eat Thanksgiving food. So good. After all that drinking all night long and I come downstairs and it's you know 10 30 in the morning and I sit down on the couch and I'm like oh, oh, oh I'm gonna go upstairs in my bed and take a nap right next thing I know I wake up in a sweat at six it's dark out oh no you missed it like, guys no one's home. I get up. I get dressed. I put on like a sweater. I'm like stripping sweat. I don't know why I'm wearing a sweater because it's cold, but I'm hot. And I drive to my uncle's house. I walk in the door and everyone is like sitting down. At, oh, like, no. That's the worst. Tables. And of course, they're like looking at you like a movie. Like it feels like 20 minutes. I walk in all pale. My hair is wet because I'm sweaty. <laughs> Your dick's hanging out. Everyone's like, oh, hey, John. I mean, I mean, your hair is sweaty. Forgot to tuck that in. Uh, and I, I, everyone's like, hey, John, nice of you to join us. I sat oh down, my gosh. stuffed myself, and then left. <laughs> now, when you got in there, was it like halfway done dinner, or were they just kind of getting started? I swear it was like they just said, amen. You know, wow. Space was Perfect timing. People were picking up their utensils. Right. Your dad's dressed like a pilgrim for some reason. Like, I don't know why, <laughs> but he was giving some speech that I'll never do again. You missed it. Like that work. was it. That's crazy. Yeah, this Thanksgiving I'm going to uh, my friend Bryce and I, who we quote planes, trains, automobiles. It's like our favorite comedy of all time. Uh, we'll quote that back and forth. You know how I always do like the stupid like parodies, like hey, I should do a, a story about you know small people in castles. We'll call it Game of Gnomes. Yeah. Like there's always like well we always spoof planes, trains, automobiles. And this year his wife and kids are going to New York for. Uh, you know, for Thanksgiving to see your family. And I guess he had to work and he couldn't really take the time. So he's going to be alone. So he asked me a couple of weeks ago if he could spend Thanksgiving dinner with me. 
And it was like a crappier versions of planes, trains, and automobiles to me. I'm like, well, no, you're not going to spend it alone. Come with me, you know, let's do the turkey. Yeah. So we're going to go to Jen's family's house who have like, they have like eight turkeys because there's like 800 people in the family. <laughs> so awesome. we're going to do that. And then I'm just going to have people over Thanksgiving night and do a screening of planes and trains um, with, you know, recreational drug use going around and lots oh, of alcohol. Sure, sure. But, sure. but yeah, it should be fun, man. But um, Hey, speaking of recreational drugs, uh, Char- Charlie Sheen, did you watch the interview? Yes. I, uh, Sad, I watched man. about eight minutes of it where Lauer was, uh, Lauer was poking him and, you know, she, Sheen was an- answering. I can't believe people were, you know, he's, he's paying people off to keep their mouth shut for four years. I believe it. That's crazy. That's think crazy. That's I read the, uh, the day before I, they said, you know, there was all these news stories saying Charlie Sheen expected to make an announcement about HIV. Yeah. And then. He hasn't even made the announcement at this point. They said, oh, yeah, he's going to uh... – he said he's going to make an announcement expected to say he's clean and wow. he's clean from HIV and it's out of a system. And I just thought for a guy that hasn't announced he had HIV yet, there's a lot of information going around about this. Yeah. And I said to Jen, I said, I bet he came out – or if he says this about HIV, he's coming out because someone's blackmailing him. Because if he has it under control for four years and his doctor says he's clean, you know, from he, it's Jeez. early enough where he can be, you know, live a long life and fine, it's not a yeah. risk. Why would you even come out and say anything? I mean, why not just live your life and safely? So the yeah. fact that he's coming out and then he admitted he did the the extortion. I'm like somebody that makes sense. Somebody was trying to blackmail him. Yeah. So I hope he goes after who because that's against the law. I mean, I hope he, he right takes to task whoever was gets all his money back. In other news, Charlie, Charlie Sheen just fought a lawsuit against me for keeping some blackmail secrets this past couple of weeks. So uh, we'll be seeing me. <laughs> no, it's sad, man. It's really sad. It's uh, he's uh. I mean, magic's had AIDS. Isn't there a difference? What's the difference? I know I've been told a hundred times, but it's like HIV he has the HIV is virus. Thing, AIDS is another thing. AIDS is a full blown HIV, where it's it's in its worst possible stage. Okay. But picture HIV. it like a uh, picture it like a leak. All right. A lake. Leak. So you have like some water coming through the roof. Okay. Uh, you have a little bit here, a little bit there. If you catch it early enough, you can kind of treat it. If you don't actually replace it, it's still there. AIDS would be like if a big hole came in the middle, and, you know, smoke water. So he can ward off the flood. He can stave the virus. <laughs> stave. He can contain the virus. He can quarantine the infirmary. Yeah, it's not like 20 years ago where if you AIDS or HIV could be a death sentence. For you know most people now it's very treatable. If you catch it early on, it's uh, you know you can live a normal life. There was a guy that had AIDS, HIV that I was friends with, two of them. Yeah. And I asked really? him about it straight up. I said, you, "Tell me about the medicine." And they just said we have to take all these pills. They call it a cocktail. Right. Uh, every day. Oh. And if we don't take it, we you know we kind of start to. 
start to feel it. You know, you you, you get you're out of the, you're depressed and oh. all this stuff. But I said, when you're on it, are you okay? They're like, fine, fine. Is you know, sounds great. Wow. And uh, the one guy I was at some event with, we were hanging out, and he goes, oh, I forgot to uh, take my HIV medication. And I said, let's go. Come on, I'll drive you. And he goes, no, no, it's okay. I can take it later. And I remember thinking, if I don't get him his HIV medication, I'm responsible for like him dying. Like I put that in my head. And he's like, no, really, you, you need to stop. Like, it's fine. I'll just take it an hour. I was like, no, get in the car. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It was like Aliens 2. I'm like, Marines, we are leaving. You know, like pushing people out of the way. Aliens but uh, it was a cocktail. What's that? Aliens 2? Aliens 2. Never seen it. May the plague of a thousand wasps and breasts rain down upon your blasphemous place of residence, your dwelling of sin. Don't overdo it. Don't overdo it. You gotta respect it. You gotta respect it. The bit's still young. You gotta respect it. You're going to have to add things on every time. Speaking of respect, can do. Speaking of respect, we need to we need to choreograph the entire ending dance sequence of Footloose for your wedding reception. I'm going to get together with the other guys involved. I got their contact. We're going to do this. All right. I'll do it. With you, of course, being Kevin easy. Bacon. So you coming out and go, come on, everybody, let's dance. <laughs> do, 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 do. I'm going to say it really, yeah, man. really cheesily. Come on, everybody, let's dance. Come on, everybody, let's jingle. <laughs> let's sparkle. Sparkle. So I hope Charlie Sheen uh, makes it out alive. I always liked him. I mean, I don't really... I wouldn't live the way he has, but I don't really care what he does in his personal life. I like his yeah. his work. He's a great entertainer. Great actor. Funny actor. Yeah. He's been in so many classics in my lifetime that it's just hard to deny his greatness. Oh, yeah. He's a staple. Think about it. You're not surprised, though, right? I mean, looking at his lifestyle, no. like, nobody's surprised. No. Not at all. When I heard the news, I was like, yep. It made sense, right? The funny thing is he was saying all that tiger blood stuff when he had HIV blood. It wasn't necessarily it was tiger. Years ago. The HIV blood. <laughs> yeah. Not so tigerish. That was a weird period in his his career. I remember people were saying, "Is it a joke? Is it this?" And I just thought that's a guy that just had a bender and doesn't know how to handle it. Like it was drug withdrawal and other stuff. It was like a roid rage. I think he even said that's what it was. It just looked like one of those uh, moments where somebody was drinking all night and they got angry at like five in the morning when they should have been asleep. They decided to like pick a fight. Yes. And then they're just out of control. He was like that for like five months, and then he kind of yeah. chilled out. Yeah. Remember when Brittany was like shaving her head and like videotaping herself? And remember when she went crazy for like half a year? It was right here, actually. It was right across the street from where I live. Center line. Oh, the, really? Their, their old house is like a block up, and that barbershop is the shitty place across the street from Coco's, which is like an abandoned diner on Ventura. Uh, and, you're, and she had the whole meltdown there, man. It was like... Uh, Away craziness. Wow! But you weren't there yet, were you? I was inside. I was the one shaving the head. By head, I mean a dick. No, no, I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, you were still in Pennsylvania. Still in Transylvania. 
when that happened. Pennsylvania, we can agree. Pennsylvania's like Kentucky with Pittsburgh and Philadelphia on both sides of it, right? Yeah, a million percent. Well, that, it's not, let's not downplay it to Kentucky because there are all the mountains there. Kentucky is no mountainous range, right? Or do they have mountains? <laughs> pretty sure they have a lot of mountains. Son of a bitch! The Appalachians. Oh, they go through Kentucky? Let's not compare Pennsylvania to Colorado. Pennsylvania has mountains. That's true. We know. It's good, we though. It's good to Colorado. Vail. As I was saying, I saw a map and I saw the mountain ridge go right over Kentucky. I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Central Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, and Philly. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's progressive, it. though. Is um, Kentucky cold? Kentucky gets cold during the year, right? Kentucky fried chicken. Kentucky fried the seven secret herbs and seven secret spices mixed together make for a delightful breast. Yeah, yeah, they got uh, they got mountains, they got coldness. Delightful breast. Kentucky, I think, has a lot of cool stuff to see. West Virginia's the one that <laughs> can't have it. West Virginia bad. I think so. Very rednecky. Very, Very uh, fucked your sister. Very inbred. I went Just down there once. And I was at a hotel, like, staying over somewhere for work. Where? West uh, West Virginia. Do you remember the city or, like, the town? I'll think of it in a second. But it was weird because I was like, oh, you know, just, it, I could have been anywhere. I didn't. I wasn't out, like, in the woods or fishing or anything. I was just at a shitty hotel. And right. there was a knock on the door, and it was, like, this, I guess you could say redneck-looking guy, like, flannel shirt, like, uh. You know, the teeth weren't great. Mullet. And he goes, how you doing, partner? I'm inviting you to a room next door. We're going to be having a little party later on. It's going to be lots of eating, drinking, fighting, and fucking. <laughs> and I said, okay, it sounds pretty good. I'm on here. What should I wear? He goes, that ain't going to matter. It's just going to be you and me. <laughs> no, I've never been to West Virginia. Never been. <laughs> Would like to go. I do want to go to all 50 states. I think when... Uh, when you and I run for the presidency in 2024, as president and vice, we're going yes. to uh, – you as president, me as vice because I don't want to do shit. I just want to go no around way. sucking the teeth. And, uh, sucking the teeth. We can do we it. Do I think we could win the presidency, and I'll tell you why. Okay. We got the Catholic vote. Done. We got the white vote. Done. We're friends with so many black people. Like, done. Done. Heather is Jewish. Jen is – Latino. Latina. Latina. That's like the whole world. Yeah, we got him. <laughs> you know, if we can adopt, if I can adopt an Asian kid, and you can bring in like an a Eastern European kid, okay. we get the, we we can run. We don't have to have any experience with politics. We can just throw out facts, and they'll be like, and then we'll you know we'll do what the Trump did. We'll just come out with outrageous things like, Mr. Clark, how would you fix the debt? And I'll go, I don't know, but look, I have no pants on and I'm running really funny. And they'll be like, look at him, give him money. We'll just we'll just win. Yeah, Trump has proven that that's all you need to that's do. That's all you need. One-line him to death because that's all that matters. Um, I got a Trump question for you. What? Was Trump born wealthy or did he acquire that through real estate? I think my father lent me a million dollars to start my own company and I turned it into a billion. All right, that's so pretty I'm rich. Being led a million dollars is pretty pretty loaded. Yeah, he definitely came from money. 
You ever ask somebody for money, money, and they give you like shitty advice, and because they, they don't really want to tell you that they're broke and they don't want to help you, like, hey, I need a couple bucks. Can you help me? You know what? Let me tell you a story about uh, fiscal response. Just say no. I need to go to the next guy. Come on. Yeah, right. I got gambling debts to feed. <laughs> yeah, can we end this? Can we stop? Give me an I, answer quickly, I and gave then I you can... hope. Oh gosh. Gave me nothing. A uh, million dollars. My father gave me. My father started me, gave me a small investment, a small investment of a million. Did you, see him, did you see him on SNL? No, like an idiot. I completely forgot. He was a good sport, man. I won't say anything revealing, but he was a really good sport about it. I mean, whatever you want to say about Trump, guy knows how to work an audience, well, and he knows how to thing. entertain. The whole thing is like WWF. It's a rib. It's a schmoz. It's a gimmick. It's, it's a spam. Whatever you want to call it. It's like Vince McMahon and Howard Stern are pulling the strings and Trump's just going, it doesn't matter if I <laughs> open I watched Goodfellas the other night. You ever see, you've seen Goodfellas, right? Yes, I have. Do you remember when he dates the Jewish girl, Karen, for the first time? And she goes, uh, they go to the door and he has the cross. He goes, oh, you better hide that cross. My mother sees it. She'll have a heart attack. Oh, yeah. I want to spoof that with the grammar Nazi where he goes on a date with, you know, a Jewish girl from Brooklyn. He goes, you better hide that swastika. My mother sees that. She'll have a heart attack. You're not going out tonight. I'm still going out. Not without your Luftwaffe wings. You're not. (laughs) I think I've said this before. Every time I hear you mention Haya Ashley, I just picture her speaking like – Lorraine Bracco from Goodfellas, like John, that, the bacon found the, the dogs eating the bacon. Get me shady. Get the eagles are on. I got my hands full, John. <laughs> Sweetie, I'm going to the parrot. Now tonight you're not. You've been going there every night. But then she doesn't sound like that at all because you can hear her talking in the back sometimes. Yeah. But when I go to the yeah. wedding, you know, hopefully I see meet you guys before that and we're able to do a trip together. But when I finally meet her face to face, I'm going to be very let down. Not at who she is, but because of my head, I'm picturing like uh, Lorraine Bracco from The Sopranos going, well, let's talk it's about your mother, Matthew. I, I, how am I going to tell you? I don't want to talk about my mother. Let's talk about John's addiction at the parrot. Okay, let's do that. Sounds good to me. You haven't been there like a year. Nothing like that. No, I was there recently. Um, Can't wait to get back down to Florida, man. I had something to ask you. No, um, I'm not gay. What are uh, straight? I don't think you're gonna make it down here before the wedding, do you? The I wedding mean, is October. I welcome it, but yeah, I, I was mean, planning on going down the... there beforehand anyway. I think the original plan was like a week or something before to to do it, but now it looks like at some point next year we're gonna be meeting for a uh, fiesta of bachelors, yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> it's just a matter of money. I have all the time in the world to take off. I just have to. Scrape some funds yeah. together and get That's out there. That's what I'm saying. So don't break the bank if you're going to be down here in less than a year anyway. You it would know, be nice to get down there. Yeah. Um, See the, the Floridian sites of Kissimmee and Tallahassee. And Okeechobee. <laughs> what was the last one? Okeechobee. Okeechobee. Yeah. All these places you see the signs for it on the freeway down there. You're like, I want to. What is that? Yeah, you like, there. People even live there? Okay. Like, I've never seen Kissimmee. 
every time I was down in Florida, the signs that I'd be like, oh, I gotta go there. This is great. And my dad's like, there's nothing there. We don't, it's not near where we live. So I like found a book of Florida at some place down there. It was, it was a bookstore. I think it was like a Barnes and Nobles or something. Yeah. And I found there was a place called Clown World what? in Kissimmee. What? And I was like, here, here's a reason for us to go there. Like I planned this yeah. out. I was like, and then my dad's like, that closed down 10 years ago. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, it did. Well, I guess we're not going. And I'm wondering if that was just like a lie. He told like a six year old, like, I'm not driving two hours because I get it now. I don't know the place. I'm sure it's a lovely town. But if someone, some little kid was like, I want to go to this place and it's just some dump on the map, I'm like, I'm not driving there. No, right. Yeah. Closed down 10 years ago. A bunch of clowns. They all murdered each other. Not without your car keys, you gnat. Let's talk about your mother. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, man, what else is going on? How's everything? Uh, you guys are in full wedding plan mode right now? Or are you guys going to kind of go strong in January and take the year off? Yeah, I mean, we got gosh, we got like the envelopes for the save the date. Mm-hmm. And the actual card looks right. The actual piece of paper that says, don't do anything on this date. Um, that looks fine. But the envelope. When you open the envelope, the inside is supposed to be, like, the envelope is supposed to have a liner. All right. The inside of the envelope is a different color than the outside, and it wasn't. And she was like, well, I paid for that, so I'll need that refund back. And now I think they just look cheap. They just look like regular envelopes that you would mail, like, any kind of card in. It's a church bulletin stapled at the end. I'm like, oh, uh... Brian De Silva has a real estate business too. He's a parishioner, so I'm gonna call. Him. Oh, there's a wedding. Save the date. And a funny thing, I told. I already talked about what we're doing for our Christmas card. That's what I'm really excited about because I put on my That's costume. Great. My costume. Like what? The, the mensch. I put it on mensch tonight just bench. to test test it out, and it looks wonderful. Hanukkah Harry. And Can't we're wait to see it, man. We're gonna send. You're gonna get a happy Hanukkah card. The Catholics are getting happy Hanukkah. Good. Bring it out. And Merry Christmas. Everyone appreciates the joke. And then you said it to like your one Muslim friend that's just like, I'm very offended. Yeah. You do not recognize anything I do. (laughs) You're going to Jen's Thanksgiving. Jen's uh, grandparents, yeah. On Thanksgiving Day, like anything different. Like it's, I uh, start drinking wine like at like nine thirty. I just do red wine all you day. You have to. Oh yeah. And then by like nine o'clock, you're so tired and fat that you're just peeing in the air and trying to catch it with your mouth because like you can't get up to go to the bathroom. Yeah, you can't do anything. Those are the worst too. Like I have, I can't. I think it's part of having ADD is when it's that like earlier on in the night, like eight o'clock, and you just want to go to sleep. Like every instinct in your body saying you need rest, go to sleep. But the ADD is like, no, I'm going to miss something. There's stuff happening tonight. And I'll just force myself to stay up to really just sit down and watch Gravity alone in my parents' basement. You know, when I I should just be sleeping. No, I'm going to get a text or I just – I need to stay up. And you know what? The last thing I'm going to do is lay in bed and close my eyes and – torture myself with the right. circus that's going on in my brain right i'm not gonna be drinking of sugar plums in my head 
I'm going to be dreaming about this bird that I saw earlier today, and then the guy's shiny watch, and then I'm going to start singing Macarena, and then I'm going to shit myself, then I'm going to cry, and then I'm going to get up, take a shower, and I'm going to go out to the clubs. The uh, oh, And that's two weeks from, from today. Yeah, I know. It's coming up. I have to do this thing, too. I think a lot of people do this. I'm sure you do. Is I can't change gears all of a sudden. I need to do a decompression after like work. Because I think we've talked about this before. People like you and I, we can't work in an office and sit down and then go home and function like normal people and be like, dinner was gr- dinner's great. You, you need some kind of outlet, whether that's just like watching TV and get, let your thoughts catch up or yeah. whatever. Because for me, there's like work, responsible Clark, and then there's like Clark, who's like me, the creative, funny Clark, liar Clark, you know, me yeah, too. Clark. So, <laughs> and he's dying. So all day long, and it's not horrible. Like it's, I have a pretty good job. I work with great people, but I'm suppressing the creative Clark for most of yeah. it. So when I get home, my point is, I can't just like go to bed or this. I need to have a decompression of like three, four hours. Even if I get home, to like, I need that time for myself. And it's not just with work. Like uh, we filmed Montgomery this week, yes. and we didn't get done till like one thirty-two in the morning. And mm. by the time I got home, I was tired, but I was like, you know what? I need like an hour to, um, you know, just kind of catch up yeah. with the thoughts. Do you get that way or yeah, I mean, like we're not machines. No. Yeah. Sometimes <clears throat> after, uh, those John and Agnew shows where there was, you know, we had me, Agnew, Katie and DeWitt, you know, all four of us on like consistently for like a while, uh, those shows would go like two hours. Yeah. And afterwards i would just be like i would just be dead i would go sit outside on my porch and kind of just stare and, and, you cry because your, your head's kind of ringing it's kind of exhausting to constantly be engaging and and moving and doing these things you need to keep it's, uh, yeah it's a blast though yeah it's so much fun and you feel like a truly you know like a, it's a validation kind of of your yourself i um Oh my gosh! I just got. I guess there's such thing as Skype spam. Yeah. Um, I just got this message from Pasha Kitty eighteen forty eight that says hi. Oh my god! So I just said, "Who is this?" You know, and I did put the Skype name out there on Twitter last week, but it looks like she or he sent me a message back on September thirteenth. Yes. She said, "Thanks for adding me," which I I did it. So I don't know how they got through. I had your username yes. saved from a while ago. Are you on any dating sites? Just stop it. With Twitter messaging, Facebook spam bots, YouTube comments, spamming on Skype, email, just stop every facet of spamming. Tagging yourself in shoes. Just just kill yourself. Like it's it's too much. Yes, I'm on a dating site. It's called AIDS Live. Why don't you go over and fuck me so I can give it to you? You dumb cunt. <laughs> You know, we um, we did like about the first half hour of a, the brilliant show talking to one of these people. Dude, just just don't don't respond to them. It won't go anywhere. I did this so on I'm luring the show. them into the trap. But then the shark's gonna come out and bite him in the ass. Dude, they're gonna send you. They're gonna go. Here's my number. And no, it's I blocked just him. Gonna, I blocked and it's him. gonna be a link. I I did this on the brilliant. You clicked show. on it. It's Corrado. <laughs> I well, didn't click on it. But you clicked I, on I, a I, um. I, kept uh, I mean, you didn't click on it, but you did have a uh, conversation with one of these spammers. Yes, her name was Passion Kitty eighty <laughs> four. 
passion. I love passion. And I kept saying, like, why is your name Passion Kitty uh, 84? Were you born in 1984? And she would respond, like, I'm 84. I'm a redhead. Do you like single redheads, female, 23? Let me know. Here's my number. And it was like a link to, like, you know, something that would melt my computer. Oh, 23? No, I only like them for 22. You were this close. This close. I think after a while, I would say something, and she wouldn't, her response wouldn't match what I was saying. So then I started saying things like, remember the Titans. And she would, she would be like, okay, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> Chinese like, oh. tea is good with ginseng. Are you sure you want to do that? You know, the Sixers have started the season 0-12. I know, man. You posted that the other day. It was sad. They, sad times, really. And they just lost again tonight. <sighs> wow. I feel bad for the guy. Flyers lost two the other night. Oh, yeah, I saw that. To the Kings? Queens. The Ducks. Kings. The Grass. What, what about um, the Sixers, though? They're they're that bad? 0-12. Uh, they Jeez. just got destroyed by the Pacers tonight. 112-85. to at home, sadly. And uh, I don't know. They're just embarrassing. It's really, really bad. It I mean, sad. I know they're all young. And, you know, they haven't Sexy. played together. And they have to develop around <clears throat> Okafer. But yeah, it's just pathetic. Just like the Eagles. I, I guess they have Chip Kelly running the team, too. Oh, we don't in here, Fishtown. Are we don't in here, Manny Young. Manny Young. Are we don't in here, Kachi. Uh, yeah, I just. How we I doing in here, Roxborough? How we doing in here, Doylestown? How we <laughs> kind of leaned away? How we doing in here, Kensington? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. I know it's getting kind of late there. We could probably start to corral yeah. this creative it to the corral and bet it down for a W tonight. W, not it, a W1. I didn't even notice it's about midnight, so thanks for reminding me. And we're going to be live in five, four. Oh, no. <laughs> Tweet us at the podcastle, at the underscore podcastle. Hope to have Ryan Buds on the show soon. We just can't seem to connect with Ryan Buds. He's either doing trivia or we're doing a show a different time, but I'm in constant communication with him, and uh, he's, yeah. he's excited talk- to do it. He gets it. Did we talk about that? How we just like we all confused the time differences. We were all talking about different times in different time zones. And, and then and, one of us would check it like a few hours later. So we're like, "Is this yeah. recent?" Yeah. It was it's like a bunch good. of ducks in the dark, just like quacking at, yeah. at the wall, and we're like, "Something's got to give." What do you think? What do you think? Uh, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, what do you think? Uh, uh, it's too late. <laughs> Do you have a lot of Facebook messages open along with the ADD, you know, tabs? Do you have a lot of threads open at once on your Facebook at the bottom? Sometimes, dude, it covers my whole screen. I'm like, right. get out of here. I usually just minimize it down to you and Biscardi, like, all throughout the day. It's like a lot of, uh, and then you get the little notifications, like, bottle? Yeah. Bottle? And all you can think about is, I need to check that. Like, it, it can wait. It's not important, but, I, no, no, I need to stop what I'm doing, get sidetracked, yeah. and yeah. check this out. Oh, they said LOL. Well, now I need to talk about Georgia or something unrelated because that's how we roll. I need to continue the thread. It can't end on LOL. Somebody sent me a voice 
message voicemail on Facebook the other day. It was so weird. My friend Jesse, I guess you can record voice through Facebook and send it as a message. So I see there's a notification and it's like you have a voice note from Jesse through Facebook. And I was like, all right. So I clicked on it. And he's like, hey, man, how's it going? And I was like, I appreciate it. I just I can't respond this way. This is too much. Like, it's just I don't like to click to listen to like a voice that's and then click to respond back. Like, just call me or let's, you know, and then yeah, I read yeah, the cause... thread and I said, like, four days ago, I'd give him a call like, you know, this night. And the next day I was like, sorry, I got tied up. I'll give you a call tonight. And because of ADD, I don't have Facebook. It gets wiped from the brain soon. So I'm just like this horrible, <laughs> offensive friend. Yeah. You know, we have so I got no to call. Pins. We have no pins and cork boards with ADD. We can't like pin your conversation up so we don't forget it for later. It just, just flies away. A big gust of breeze comes and right. blows it away. You can't so, do it. So, uh, and also, if you are expected to respond in like a voice, First of all, it's just, hey, how you doing? It's like, you know what? All right, we're going to commit to a phone call. Just pick up the damn phone because you right. asked me how I'm doing. You want to chat. I'm not going to do it like walkie-talkie style. <laughs> Over. I'm going to record myself. Talk so much I'm going to hit record and go, uh, uh nothing. Uh, hey, man, uh, nothing's <laughs> going on. Uh, what, what's, uh, <clears throat> damn it. I'm going to delete it and re-record it. Right. Hey, man, how you doing? Uh, uh, everything's good. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. uh, I sound like I'm talking like an idiot. I gotta Let's try it again. You know, hey, everybody. Hey, kids! I don't like the way my voice sounded there. Oh, that was the wrong word. I'm going to change. That's what would happen, and I would never oh, I would punch my friend. You idiot. I'm going to start doing it. I'm gonna, this. After every show, I'm going to start recording little voice notes that's pieces of the podcast will tape together and just send them to all my friends. So there's like a little nugget. It'll take like eight hours to do and nobody will open it. But I'll be another spammy way that Clark can infiltrate his tentacles into his empire of spammy bullshit that he wants you to watch and listen to. <laughs> I'm so I'm so uh, spammy with that. I'll, I'll look at old podcast shows. And some of the earlier ones have a low view count on um, Podbean because we were using Mixler back then so it didn't come over Right. So I try to bump up the view count on some of the older ones. So I'm like, hey, everyone, check out this funny episode from June 2015. Oh, yeah. You know, just to get, like, the view count up. It's like the You're stock market for idiots. I'm like, oh, yeah. we're up four points on 8, 10, 45. Number 35, July is down 10. You know, like, yeah. I just want – I'm waiting for it's, that one uh, – Yeah, that one to spike. Yeah. Well, it's good, man. You know, spaghetti submissions. Keep throwing them out there. Keep throwing it out. I got to get back into it because I think most the most recent shows we've done have been our best. Uh, you know, with me, you, and Biscardi, like those the podcastle shows yeah. have been just great. And I got to get better at uh, at pumping them back out there, the spamming. Oh, I think we all do, man. Myself too. I got to get the bunch of stuff done. But I, I agree. I think the last few casts have been. Uh, They've been really good. Starting to get in a really good groove. Very zesty. Yeah. You know, tackling the big issues. Yes, and the small. And the small, and the and the jolly, and the non-issues, and the very, non-sweaters. Very, very small. Yeah. Like the Sixers record. Yes. Almost non-existent. <laughs> All right, I think we can put this one in the W column. Do it! Everybody. Oh, hey, one more thing. Yeah. Real quick. This very Murray Christmas, the Bill Murray... Oh, I can't wait. Oh, my God, dude. That's going to be unreal. It's going to be the best thing you've ever seen, man. 
the one scene he's like the guy's like trying out to sing and bill murray's like all right well we already know you can't, can't sing and we don't have time to see if you can dance it's so good man oh i, I love bill murray so much that's gonna be such a good uh good show it's special he's, he's my favorite please tell me it's clooney please tell me it's clooney yeah right it's funny man so. All right, we'll be back uh, this weekend with Michael Biscardi. Uh, I'm Matthew Clark with Jonathan Hassinger. We are saying goodnight. See ya. And Godspeed. You put the boom boom into my heart. You sell my soul sky high when your love starts. To the